get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Future Tech, I want to talk about virtual reality. And one of the reasons I want to talk about it is because at one point I had the Oculus Rift from uh, which Facebook purchased, but you know it's, it was originally the Oculus they purchased the company. Really cool VR headset. I wrote an article about it, and I started noticing in the news that VR has become more and more popular, probably because of the pandemic and people were stuck in quarantine and. You know, virtual reality kind of offers you an escape from reality in a sense because you can go to the beach or you can go to the mountains or you can visit other countries through virtual reality. And what started off as a tethered headset that you had to connect to your computer um, started to evolve and became the standalone headset, uh, which you could either insert your mobile phone or it was just a, a headset without a computer that just operated on its own. That was the Oculus Rift that I used, which then offered the ability to add a controller. And the controller let you move around the world um, as well as see around the world. So that was a really cool thing. That's, that's the one that I used. But, you know, we've seen a lot of sci-fi movies and shows where virtual reality went to a whole new level. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Like, where is it headed? Because a lot of people always say, well, what's going to be the next big thing? Well, we've had Pokemon Go, the game where you have augmented reality and you can see the Pokemon in the real world. That's augmented reality, where you're augmenting what you see using your mobile device. Virtual reality is where you are literally immersed in a virtual environment or a real environment. But what, you know, it's there's limitations, right? There are limitations. I feel as though the next iteration of virtual reality is going to be a combination of augmented reality and virtual reality, and even a step up. We've seen, I remember on Shark Tank, I saw an omnidirectional treadmill where the guy was kind of hooked in with these bungee cords and this circular treadmill device where he had the virtual reality headset on, he was holding a rifle, and he was running on this treadmill while you see the avatar in the game running with the gun and shooting um, bad guys. So that's a really cool kind of next level way to be immersed in a video game for example like you could literally be running in the game as the avatar and shooting as the avatar not only is it good exercise but it's a good training thing for soldiers possibly Um, so i believe that that would be a really cool uh way to enhance virtual reality i mean imagine the possibilities you can be a jedi with a lightsaber and they already did stuff like that uh, for, for Star Wars, I saw, I tried it once. I was Darth Vader with a lightsaber. I was a Jedi with a lightsaber in a Star Wars environment. And I, I had to map out the room I was in using the headset, which was crazy. So it mapped it all out, which meant that the environment in the game knew where I, where I could and couldn't go. And so it kind of kept me in those borders. And there was like a line around the 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 room in virtual reality so i knew where i could could you know so i'm not walking into a wall or walking into a counter uh or or a door or something like that so that's kind of getting it's getting there right it's getting to that point and once we see a more affordable omnidirectional treadmill or something like it where you can literally do an obstacle course in your house or you can climb a mountain or something in your house and you start to realize that now you don't have to be you don't, you don't have to go to uh, Paris or you don't have to go to Rome or whatever, you know, Barcelona or whatever country you want to go to. You can literally walk around 
a city on this treadmill. Maybe even live, if it's, you know, if it becomes a thing where they have live camera people around and you hire one for the day. And now you can literally walk around your, your favorite city without having to travel. It's not the same thing, but hey, it's better than nothing. And so from there, the next evolution would be what we saw in the movie Ready Player One or what was in the book Ready Player One, where there was a haptic feedback clothing, right? So now you're wearing a suit that completely transforms your body into a sensitive part of the virtual reality experience. If somebody hits you, you feel it. If a butterfly lands on your hand, you feel it. If, you know, you jump into water, maybe your body gets a little colder, you know. And, of course, there are more adult themes that could use virtual reality with a haptic outfit uh, with someone in another country or another city and you can't see each other but you can through virtual reality and you can feel each other through your suit. But that's a whole nother topic that I'm not going to get into. (laughs) But we could talk about how there could be this futuristic virtual reality interaction, right? Let's say you're, for example, my, my brother lives in Europe. Uh, He has kids that I can't really see because I can't, I'm in America and maybe through virtual reality, and a haptic outfit, all of us could see each other, hug each other, you know, laugh together and be kind of closer to each other rather than just a FaceTime, you know, or a Zoom or a video chat. It's not the same. But if I could be inside of their bedroom or inside of their house or at the park with them in Europe and hug them and play with their dog and you know, do the things that I can't do, possibly even walk around with them. If there's maybe an AI assisted robot or something, which is also part of this whole equation is, you know, having artificial intelligence be a part of it. Because imagine I could have an AI robot, okay, an AI being a a humanoid or something. And that humanoid is in a closet at my, my, my family's home in Europe. And I turn it on, my face is on the face of the of the AI, so you can see me, but I'm in virtual reality mode, and they're hugging the robot, I'm hugging them. Yes, it all sounds weird, but it's their uncle, right? It, they see this face, I can talk to them, I'm in virtual reality, I can move around on my haptic, uh, on my treadmill with the haptic feedback, so I feel everything, I walk, I can move with them. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I mean, imagine if you are a, a skilled surgeon, and you can't get to a hospital in Mumbai fast enough to save someone because they need heart surgery or whatever it is. You could jump into this AI humanoid and turn on the virtual reality, turn on the haptic feedback, and you could literally control this AI and save somebody's life all across the world. I mean, that's the the future of virtual reality and artificial intelligence and, you know, these these haptic feedback and... It's it's endless. I mean, we've seen Iron Man, right? We, Tony Stark had Jarvis, his artificial intelligence assistant, who was helping him in his Iron Man suit, but also helping him in the lab. I mean, we could see stuff like that. I mean, Star Trek had the computer always mapping out coordinates and helping them figure out, uh, you know, parsing data to help them make decisions. There are so many, uh, you know, AI assistants that we've seen in movies that we could also have in real life and we could interact in a deeper way through these suits and these 
interactions and virtual reality headsets. I mean, one of the things I found out through research, being that I'm a filmmaker and I'm a huge sci-fi fan, when I learned, this is years ago, but I learned that Avatar, the James Cameron blockbuster, was, not only was it made in 3D, but he had to invent VR technology to create the movie. And the whole movie was made in like an airplane hangar, like a warehouse. And it was all green screen, you know, or blue screen. And he created this virtual reality technology where he as the director and the, and the, the cinematographers and the actors, everybody was wearing um, the, the motion capture suits, the mocap suits, right? They were wearing the suits with little balls all over their bodies. On the screens, they could see the avatar worlds, the virtual environments, the computer-generated imagery, the CGI. They could see all of it in real time while they were shooting a scene. And the actors wearing these suits could see themselves in their avatar special effects because they were doing it live. I mean, the implications of this, and keep in mind, Avatar is now an older movie. This is years ago that that movie came out. And now Avatar 2 and 3 are coming out. The fact that James Cameron had the foresight to create this virtual virtual reality environment to create a movie, to me, is completely mind-blowing. Being able to see a scene in a movie, in a virtual environment, as you're filming it, I mean, I can't, there's nothing I can say about that. It's just, it's just, it's incredible, incredible. So imagine if you could do something similar for your job. Okay, let's say, you know, you work at a company, but your commute is like a two-hour commute there and back, so it's an hour there, an hour back, and it's a long commute, and your job says, you know what, we're going to let you work virtually. Forget, you know, remote work is one thing. Working from home is one thing. But what about working virtually where you are literally in an office and people can see you with their virtual headsets? Maybe it's just glasses. Maybe by the time we get to this point, it's just like one glass over your eye or a set of glasses over your eye. And you can see your 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 employees in the office. They can see you. You can shake hands and feel it with a haptic, maybe just a haptic glove. Maybe you don't need the whole suit. Maybe just gloves. Shake hands. You can stand next to their desk and point at their screen. They can see what you're working on. You can collaborate. Imagine if you could work anywhere in the world through virtual reality and you don't have to actually be there. That is the true power of VR. That's working from home. That's remote work but without being stuck behind a webcam and a screen, you're actually in the office, in the room, you know, and that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool, especially when you have a lot of people working in different countries and you want to have a team meeting and you want everyone present, you can actually have their bodies in the room. So that would, that's just an idea I think that would be insane. And of course, like I mentioned, this would be great for medical uh, personnel who can't be all around the world at once and any expert, right? If, if you can't have experts in the room to see something, imagine if you have a household problem, like a plumbing leak or, uh, you know, electrical problem or whatever. You have a problem in the house. You need an expert to come fix it. 
rather than just showing them on video, which is hard to do because they can't really diagnose issues, especially with computer problems and like, you know, major, uh, major appliances. If the person could be in the room in virtual reality and walk around the room and really look, you know, in the different areas of the, the problem using, and you could have your glasses on so you can see them and they can see you, but they're not really there just to kind of diagnose the issue. Because I, for example, I had a problem where I had my, my, uh, my furnace and my air conditioner broke right before the summer and it was hot. It was like 90 degrees. The repairman first came to diagnose the issue. Okay. He was here for like an hour. He had to figure out what was wrong. He didn't have all the tools he needed. So he had to come back a second time. The second time he came, he diagnosed the issue, but he didn't have the part that he needed to fix the issue. So he had to come back a third time. And the third time he finally fixed the issue. But now all of those times he came, I, I feel as though it was possible to maybe diagnose the issue virtually by maybe having me do the testing for him. Like here, turn this on or unplug this or, you know, pull off that cover for me and let me see what's inside that kind of stuff, you know, and if, and if it doesn't work, then they come out, but at least, you know, for, for certain problems, like if it's a plumbing leak and you can see the leak and they can see, okay, yeah, we see what the problem is, you know, and that we'll come out and fix it. They can purchase the parts they need to come out and fix it. And I know I'm rambling about this home improvement thing, but I mean, it, it could save a lot of time and, and a lot of workers, you know, contractors who are at home and they don't want to drive out just to check something out. They could quickly check from home and that way they could do a lot more calls because a lot of times um, contractors are busy on calls when you call them and they're too busy to come and they got to come a couple of days later. Well, this way they could just knock out a bunch of calls in a, in a row. Same with a doctor. They can check out if you're having a, like a, if a, a knee problem or a back issue, or maybe you have like a sore on your body somewhere or like um, a bruise. The doctor can physically see it with these glasses and, and, and they're right in front of you and they can inspect you and you know, if they're using haptic feedback suits, they can, you know, hit you to make sure your reflexes are going well. And I mean, the possibilities are endless. I, it's just insane. And I'm looking forward to seeing where VR is headed. I've already tried what we're, what's available today. I can't wait to see where it goes in the future. And I'm curious to hear what you think about where VR, AI, haptic suits and, you know, omnidirectional treadmills and where are we going next? And let me know in the comments. I want to know, and then I'll respond to everybody as usual. And as always, I will see everyone in the future in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.